Hey folks, Russ Bailey here with Brush Pile Fishing. It's time for another podcast right here on iHeartRadio. And uh, this week we are going to switch gears and head down to Texas. And we're going to talk with my good friend, B&M Pro Staff, War Eagle Pro Staff, great tournament fisherman, Brian Carter. So you're not going to want to miss this. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back right here on iHeartRadio. Hey folks, Russ Bailey here with Brush Pile Fishing, another podcast, and on the line with us right now from Texas is Brian Carter. Brian, how are we doing? Russ, we're doing great today. It's a uh, it's a little bit different day in Texas. We actually had some fifty degree weather from a cool front that blew in last night. We won't call it cold, but it's cool. So it's a it's a great day in Texas. You know what? We're in the second week of October, and I'm I'm telling you, it has been so hot up here. Now the last couple of days it's cooled down, but uh, we were in the nineties last week. So I imagine it has been toasty down there. Yeah, it's it's been mid to upper nineties and. And you know, even though the days are getting shorter, our our lake temperatures are still uh, still warmer than they they should be this time of year. What kind of temperatures are you guys looking at for the water down there right now? Uh, right now, it's about uh, Friday night. It was 86. Oh my and, gosh! Um, so it's uh, yeah. Now this will, I think this week we're supposed to be in the in the 70s, and then by the end of this coming week, um, our state championship tournament down here, it's going to be in the in the 40s at night and highs in the mid 60s so so we'll get water temperatures down around 80 or high 70s here hopefully by the end of the week i know i was down there last fall me and you shot a show on lake conroe and that was in the fall it was very nice it was a little rainy there but uh we caught some nice fish down there yeah yeah that was a neat show there on the far north end of lake conroe up in the in jungle fishing in the river and uh yeah it's you know we don't obviously we don't ice over or anything down here so even the coldest water temperatures we see down here is is in the upper 40s or so so uh yeah it's uh it's a good time to fish down here year round well you know what we're talking fall fishing it's cooling down now so let's stay on that what are some of the favorite give me two lakes that you really like to fish this time of year and what technique do you like to use man i tell you it's it's east texas lakes so you know you just you can't go wrong with with Lake Fork, and which is where our state tournament state championship is this weekend. And then Lake Fork, Lake of the Pines, Lake Palestine, um, you know those three lakes have one thing in common, and that's standing timber. And um, that's a, uh, you know that's just that's where the big fish are. Um, those fall feeding patterns when those fish really start fattening up on shad, um, they're really ambushing off of those trees. So. You know, we're going to be vertical fishing, standing timber anywhere from uh, 12 to 20 feet, uh, catching fish anywhere from probably 6 to 12 or 14 feet down, um, eighth ounce and quarter ounce jigs, and, and that's that's what we do in the fall. You know, I got to fish Lake Fork with Wes when uh, you and I uh, did did a different show oh, yeah. down there, but I'll tell you what, we caught some dandy fish that day. Now, do you, will the lakes that you're mentioning now, will they have a turnover? No, um, we don't really see, you know, there may be some people that think there's something in that, but, but um, you know, the lakes cool and, and warm up pretty slowly. So it's, uh, I don't know that we really have a lot of that. You know, we fish some of those tournament lakes where, where you get on that water, and, and we always say it looks like, uh, looks like someone poured a bunch of Coca-Cola in the water. And uh, I know we saw that out on the Tennessee uh, River one year, but, you know, we don't really see that as much down here. So, um, you know, there may be, 
people talking about thermoclines flipping around, but I've never really noticed much of that down here. Okay, so on those lakes, we don't have to worry about the turnover as much. Um, we're going to fish some standing timber. Uh, yep. Walk us through what kind of equipment, starting with the rods and the pound test line, what kind of jigs, what are we doing? Sure. Well, of course, we're going to be fishing the Russ Bailey Signature Series half-foot <laughs> rod. I mean, I'll, come I'll on. send you that check when we hang up. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a B&M Poles rod. So, um, yeah, we're going to be fishing um, a 10-foot uh, B&M Bucks brush cutter, the camo rod, or we're going to be fishing that 10-and-a-half-foot new Signature Series Russ Bailey rod. Um, and uh, I fished exclusively with a 20-pound braid. 20 uh, pounds. And, you know, some people are like, why are you doing braid? And, and I do that in my seminars every year at Bass Pro Shops in the spring. And, and uh, I do that for a couple of reasons. Number one, if you haven't fished braid, it's just like a lightning strike when that fish hits it um, because there's no stretch. And um, so that's the number one, I do it for sensitivity. And number two is I'll fish the same jig all day in the heaviest of cover because you're going to pull that jig free every time. So I fish a, I fish everything with six, uh, eighth ounce or quarter ounce jigs with a sickle hook, so it's a little bit wider gap, and so it'll pull out of the brush with that braid. Um, it's just one less thing I've got to mess with during the day. I don't have to retie. I don't have to worry about breaking off and losing line. Um, so there are some lakes here. That, the lakes are not super clear. They're, they're very pretty green, but um, on some of the clearer lakes like Lake Athens, um, I may use a fluorocarbon leader, three or four foot, but, but for the most part, it's just braid straight to the jig. And um, then uh, I have, I've got, I run bait casting reels on low profile bait casters on all of my vertical jigging rods, as opposed to a spinning reel. And uh, the, um, the other great thing about braid too, is you don't have any line twist like you do on monofilament on a spinning reel. So it's uh, the same braid that's on there from two years ago is, is not going to have any twist anymore uh, like a monofilament line would. So, um, yeah, 10, 10 and a half foot rod, 20-pound uh, braid, eighth and quarter ounce jigs, um, bait casting reels, and get after it. I know you like um, the bonehead. When we were there last time, uh, it was the first yep. time I actually used the brush glider. And to yep. me, that's my favorite that they make. What, what do you like to fish? Yeah, those, so... Um, Lake of the Pines, all those three lakes, are the, I mean, they're the two-pound class fish and up. And um, so those, uh, I use their, what is it, a slim stick? Yes, uh, sir. But I use their three-inch version. And um, the larger bait, it might be two, no, it's not two and a half. It's probably a three-inch version. Yeah, because the and, smaller uh, one's two and a half. Yeah, so I use the largest one I can get. And, uh, you know, people are, you know, people may think that those baits are too big, but, I mean, you can... You can almost shove a baseball in a two-pound crappie's mouth. So, and and I was going to say, now listen, folks. If you think that bait's big, this man is using twenty-pound braid. He is using bait caster reels on these crappie. These are big yeah. dogs that he's catching down there. Yeah, we're not we're not going after, and you know, and hopefully that happens. You know, you and I are going to shoot a show in in November on uh, Lake of the Pines, and you know, I, I fully expect us to pull a lot of fish over two pounds in that TV show, and so. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna chance a fish when you're fishing on those lakes out there in East Texas. I mean, there's a chance every drop, a legitimate chance of two and a half to two and three quarter pound fish, and I'm not gonna chance it on six and eight pound test. I'm not gonna chance it on not strength and all those other metrics. 
um, I want 100% confidence that when I set that hook, that fish is coming to the surface. Now, once he gets to the surface, you got to have a good net man or willing to flip him over the boat. But, but um, that's uh, those. I like those big baits because I'm just targeting. You know, on that standing timber, there may be you know with live scope now. Of course, there are no secrets. So you know, there may be five or six fish that we're targeting down there in 12 foot on that stump. And you know, when that fish hits. I want immediate hook set, and, and I just, if they're not going to bite a three-inch bait the first time I drop it, then I'm going to go to the next tree and move on. So I do like those big baits. You're looking for that active fish. And I know that, uh, you, you know, we're going to tape that show the first weekend in November, and we're going to be taping off that brand-new War Eagle. I've seen some photos of your boat. <laughs> I like it, brother. Yes, sir. That has been a... You know, some of our other buddies, you know, Kent Driscoll and his group and some of the other B&M guys have always have told me for probably the last three years, hey, when you look at, at getting your next boat, you need to let War Eagle build you one. And, and um, you know, I got myself into that opportunity. And, and um, you know, I probably spent about, oh, two, two and a half months with Wesley Cross and, and, um, and the Ward brothers that own War Eagle boats there just laying that boat out from front to back and left to right and, and uh, Dwayne and his crew in the rigging department, um, you know, it, it's just a, a phenomenal boat company. And, and um, you know, some people will say, you know, well, how do you know this boat is built this way or this boat is built that way? Um, I mean, the War Eagle staff invites you to come down there to the plant and watch your boat as it's being built. And you can see it. And I watched mine, you know, some of mine because of Texas to Arkansas, they were sending me pictures each week. Um, and, I mean, you know exactly how that boat is built from front to back. And um, those guys, you know, with the exception of the of the uh, aluminum exterior of the boat being cut by their by their machine, everything else is done by hand, welded by hand, fabricated by hand. And uh, those people are just absolutely top-notch. And um, it's been a – I ordered a, a – uh, it's a 2019 – or no, 2020 uh, War Eagle 2170 Blackhawk center console and – um, it is absolutely gorgeous, and they will they will customize that boat any way you want it. And it's uh, that's one thing you don't see a lot of them on the boat dealership lot because they can build them any way you want. And so uh, we even custom painted it. It's Ford's lightning blue color from 2018, and seats to match, and and it's just <laughs> built exactly the way I wanted it. Yeah, it's it's an awesome machine. You'll get the fish out of it in November. I can't wait. Well, let me, uh, Brian, before we leave, um, I want to ask you about one more thing. You talked about, you've got the Texas state championship coming up this weekend. Um, and what, what club is that? So that's the crappie anglers of Texas club. We've, We've probably got about 250 members, 260 members across the state. And, uh, we do qualifying tournaments January through August and then uh, have our state championship in October. And um, it kind of rotates around the, around the state. This year it's going to be out on Lake Fork. So it's, uh, we've got nasty weather coming in Friday. So we're, we're going to be warming up to the, to the high 80s, low 90s by Thursday, and then it's going to drop almost 30 degrees Friday with rain and a north wind at 17. So we're looking really forward to being out there day one of that well, they... uh, two-day tournament. But, man, it's – but even on Lake Fork in October, it's going to take uh, – 13 plus pounds both days to win that thing even with that severe cold front coming in yeah that just you know, we'll find a way to make them bite so it'll be weird pre-fishing thursday because thursday is going to be a south wind at 17 high of about 90 91 and then first day of the tournament's going to be 
probably 49 when we walk out that morning in north wind and raining so <laughs> well man wait, Russ. you know I, I wish you the best of luck because i'd love to come down there and do that show and uh, introduce you as the texas state champion when i get down there bud well that that'd be all right we're uh we're definitely not going to come in last place i can guarantee you that <laughs> what well, uh, yeah we're looking forward to it and looking forward to having you guys come down in november and and appreciate the time on the podcast today russ thank hey you. thank you for joining us brian carter from the great state of texas folks uh some great crappie fishing down there and brian i've known for a long time he is one of the best um and that's why we love doing the shows with him and like he said we've got another one coming up the first weekend of november we've got a big texas trip three shows and brian will be the guest on one of those so uh folks right now as we always do i want to end the podcast cast with a few things uh we'll talk some tournament action um but first thing uh i've brought this up before uh one of my good crappie fishing buddies uh tournament pro from indiana ron bilbrey um if you're on facebook and on his facebook page you know that uh his four-year-old granddaughter uh is really really sick um they've got a facebook page for her called praying for sophia again she's four years old and not only can she use all the prayers that she can get um, but anything you'd like to donate, I know the Indiana Slab Masters, they are going to have a tournament to benefit her on November 9th. So if you can fish that tournament, please, please do. Or if you can't fish it, join it anyway. Send your entry fee in. Um, again, this is a four-year-old girl. And not just medical things, but people don't realize the expense you have just traveling back and forth to Cincinnati Children's Hospital, um, the travel, the food, everything else. Um, I've had to experience this, unfortunately, through uh, my son when he was 14 with a major brain surgery that uh, this incident it went on for a couple years. So, again, uh, if you could say a prayer for Sophie and just check out that Facebook page, we'd sure appreciate it. You know, crappie fishing, uh, people are the best people in the world. And anytime you find a child in need, it's, it's terrible. But when it's someone in your crappie group that, you know, it, it really it, it, it hits home. Uh, so if you could check that out, please. And uh, right now let's end it with some tournament information. And we've got a bunch here. Uh, again, want to thank the or uh, congratulate the Crappie Masters National Champions, uh, the team of Robert Carlisle and Craig Nichols. They weighed in at 31.97. That's the Oklahoma team. They are the 2019 Crappie Masters National Champions. Um, and the ACT getting ready to start a new season and they are a big big trail great payouts uh, matt morgan is actually going to join us here in a few weeks on the podcast so um, be looking for that the northeast ohio crappie club they've got a tournament coming up on lake erie they'll be putting in at west harbor and if you've never fished lake erie for crappie i expect to see some big big weights there and i think it's going to open up a lot of heads and some people may not want to walleye fish all the time and give those crappie a try the east tennessee crappie club their next tournament is october 19th on melton hill they'll be putting in at the carbide uh, park ramp check out uh, their facebook page for more information or contact mac Zenus on facebook uh, the Kentucky Crappie Trail. Let's go over some of their results. Uh, the Eastern Division, uh, Cave Run, um, their tournament on 921. The first place team was Crouch and McCarty, weighed in at 527. The second place team, Man and Man, my good buddy Chris and his father, weighed in at 501. 
on 928 at Yatesville Lake. Uh, the first place team was Fitch and Priest at 5.70. Uh, on the 28th, Lake Cumberland. The first place team of Dixon Slavey weighed in at 7.30. And a Nolan Lake at Rough River. The first place team was Mattingly and Wicker at 6.20. And the Taylorsville Lake Division on 921, it was first place team of Davis and Hughes weighing in at six pounds even. Uh, the Twin Lakes Crappie Club, let's talk about them. Their next tournament will be November 9th. Um, you can fish anywhere, and the weigh-ins will be at the Fenton Pavilion. Again, November 9th for the Twin Lakes Crappie Club. Check them out on Facebook also. And now one of the country's biggest clubs, the Magnolia Crappie Club. October 19th, Arca Butler Lake. That's the one you want to be at. It has been a great summer for Arca Butler. Uh, now that the water is going to cool down, you are going to see some absolute monsters wade in in that. For more information, check out the Magnolia Crappie Club on the web. The Okeechobee Crappie Club, or Okeechobee Crappie Series, uh, their new tournament schedule will start December 21st on Okeechobee. For more, check them out on Facebook or on the web, or call 954-650-0456. And the Kentucky Crappie Trail, the North Division, coming up here on 1012. Uh, also, the Cave Run Division will have a tournament on 10-12. And on 10-12, the Kentucky Crappie Trail, Lake Cumberland Division will have a tournament. So that's some of the tournament information. Also, um, folks, uh, if you have a club or a trail that you would like mentioned on our podcast and your schedule, just all you got to do is contact me or just send me an email at russbailey24 at gmail.com and we'll get it on there. Brush pile fishing, folks. Check us out on the web. Check us out on our Facebook page or on YouTube. All of our shows that have already aired are absolutely free to watch. Our new series will be starting December 30th. That's a Monday night at 8.30 p.m. And to get ready for that, we are doing a weekly giveaway, six weekly giveaways leading up to the first series because we're starting season six. Um, so check us out on Facebook. Like, share. You know you know the routine. Get involved in them contests. We're going to give away some nice prizes. Um, and, folks, I just want to say thanks to everyone for the support that you've given Brush Pile Fishing. Uh, we continue to do it. Um, and you've heard the old thing, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. You heard Brian. I'm going to have to go down there to Texas here in November and catch him two-pound-plus fish pretty regularly. I'm going to come back with a sore shoulder. Uh, but, folks, you just pray for me, and I'll get through it. So thanks for joining us. Brush Pile Fishing right here on iHeartRadio. We will see you next week. I think Whitey Outlaw might be the guest, so stay tuned, folks. For more Brush Pile Fishing excitement, find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram.